Tonight on the podcast, Matt is fighting Omicron, so I'm going to be telling you what we're talking about today, which is Wolverine casting from Matthew Vaughn. Is Tom Holland going to step aside? What's happening with the Blue Beetle movie, as well as a review of Hawkeye and the latest Spider-Man movie, with no spoilers this time. But until then, hit the music. It is Friday night in Phoenix, Arizona, and you are listening to the best damn podcast in the whole world. Not just geek, but the best in all the world, in all the lands. I am Max. I'm Lance. And I am Omnicron Matt. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to be podcasting tonight. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm glad Matt's here. I was kind of bummed when uh, you're, you're battling off the herp. From what I hear, yeah, herp. <laughs> I would I'd take the herp over this any day. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sorry you're not feeling well, dude. I'm excited. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes because I'm a little nervous, but I'm also excited to talk about Spider Man tonight. You can yeah, do we'll it. See. We'll just, see if Max can get through or Lance can get through without spoiling anything. Just be careful what you say, just be really careful. Because literally yesterday, Lance was spoiling things for me during the movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> this is the first be, time. It wasn't that. Ready. He, was, he, uh, he was basically spoiling what was coming up in a, a post-credit scene. So luckily, he didn't spoil any of like, the meat of the movie. But he's like, oh, yeah, the post-credit scene is going to be this. I'm like, Lance, I didn't want to know. <laughs> I didn't want to know. I wanted to be completely surprised. Well, anyway. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a spoiler because it's already online. Anyways. Like Marvel. Yeah, Marvel released it. So it, it, you're yes. Anyway. But yeah, dude, guys, I'm I'm excited to be talking about a lot of different stuff tonight. Yeah, dude, guys. Yeah, dude, guys. <laughs> so one thing I've, I've been really excited about that I haven't um, had a chance to say much on the podcast. You're going gluten free. Uh, no, I'm not oh. going gluten free. Uh, I've been I've been reading the Wheel of Time books, and I I mentioned that like two or three weeks ago, but I'm already through Nerd. one and a half books, which is a an accomplishment because they're like 800 to a thousand page books. They're really good, man. Forgot how fun reading can be. Like Nerd. it's a weird thing, right? It's a weird <laughs> thing when at, at night when my wife goes to bed. I don't want to play video games. I mean, I have been playing video games, but I'll just throw on Forza. You're supposed to get permission and... first, Max. To do what? When your wife goes to bed, you don't want to play video games. You're supposed to get permission from her first. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, I want to. I've been reading. Like, I'll throw on Forza because like, there's no story, and I'll just play that and listen to a book in the background. So, not reading, but listening to a book. Oh, I was going to say, I picture you in bed next to her. She pulled over your head, little headlight lamp on, sitting there reading <laughs> like you would when you were a kid with a Kit Kat bar. Like, you used to read scary no. stories to tell in the dark. No, I do. I do read the paperback sometimes, but but usually it's me listening, listening to the audible. Yeah, so I Matt, can't do audible, man. I can't focus on it. I'm constantly having to rewind it and listen to a part over again because I completely forget that it's even playing. Yeah, we're having a uh, Om- Omicron spreading party here tomorrow, mm. and in preparation. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're just uh-huh. having a, I'm having a little get together at my house with a few friends and uh just like for brunch and 
so yes so i was in the yard earlier today cleaning up and that's what i was doing i put some headphones on listen to my book and for friends huh so lance did you get that invite yeah i'm there friends that don't live an hour and a half away i'm sorry (laughs) sorry i'm actually gonna be on your guys' side of town tomorrow anyway oh really yeah well you're also like hacking up a lung over there yes yes that is true what what is our side of the our side of town like Like the east phoenix chandler oh yeah we're way further than that (laughs) i know you are but the other day he says i was right by your house I was like, oh, you were? Where were you? He goes, Apache Junction. I was like, dude, that's like 30 minutes away from my house. That's to the northeast. <laughs> no, I didn't say we were close to your house. The the fiance did. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a lot closer than Avondale or wherever you live. Oh, it's true. Glendale. It's true. I'd much that's rather right. meet you, you in than uh, Tolson or whatever, wherever you live. I don't live in Tolson. Tolson. <laughs> he lives right by the cards. Tolson's right next to the Card Stadium. Oh, is no, it? it's not. Tolson's still like 20 minutes away from the Cardinal Stadium. See? So there we go. Don't we you don't drive understand. right past Tolson? Well, you have I to think... drive past Tolson to get on the 101, and then you go up the 101 to the Cardinal Stadium. It's not. So uh, I like guess 15, that's like. It's still like 15, 20 minutes from. That's like saying Cardinal Chandler Stadium. is right next to us. You have to like drive through Chandler to get to us. <laughs> Depending on which but there's like there's like three or four other cities in between that you have to go through. <laughs> Sam says, Welcome to the geography B. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, Sam? <laughs> He's right, riveting podcasting tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, leave it up to leave it up to old Lance there. <laughs> if it was up to Lance, we would have the gluten-free brick oven pizza power hour. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It actually does sound pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound entertaining at all. At all, but I mean, brick oven it pizza sa- sounds pretty good. It sounds delicious. <laughs> oh man! So what's going? So we're we're talking about some some news and Spider Man, and I think absolutely, Max, man. Max, you're going to talk about Halo tonight. I am. I'm going to be talking about Halo, giving my thoughts on the campaign, and uh, yeah. It's an exciting time to be a nerd, man. There's so much going on. Like, literally, Witcher Season 2 came out today, so for me, that's a big deal. I got another episode of Wheel of Time. We got the finale of Hawkeye coming out next week. We just had Spider-Man. Matrix is coming out next week. The King's Man. Like, you may not be interested in all of those things. I mean, I listed things that I'm interested in for all of those, but that's a lot, dude. I'm not hearing good things about Matrix, though. I've heard Matrix is, like, a little too meta. I'm a little worried about that, but... I've heard the the ending is very very weak. Also, oh really? Well, I'm I was gonna go to the theaters, but I'm like, eh, it's on HBO Max. I'll watch it. Watch it on the TV. But, Isn't that the whole deal with the Matrix though? Like the first one was amazing, and then like they really haven't been able to replicate it. Uh, yeah, they haven't been able to replicate it. The first one was first one's a classic. Leftover Zaggy's calling you out. He's saying probably the lamest story for Halo. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I, I don't know if he's calling me out. I haven't given my review yet. <laughs> but I will say, spoiler for my review, is, I don't agree with him. He is calling you out. He's throwing down the gauntlet right now. Well, I don't agree with him. He can <laughs> he can keep typing his disagreements with me later. I, I'll say it wasn't the best Halo campaign ever, but the lamest? I mean, have you played ODST, buddy? Come on. Have you played Halo 5? Yeah. ODST sucks. 
ODST <laughs> is awful. All right, nerds. And everyone that says otherwise. Easy, easy. All right, nerds, come on. This is the someone's, absolute Someone's going to get a nosebleed. We're geeks, not nerds. I literally got a nosebleed earlier today. I think I'm doing something right. Or something very, very wrong. All right, um, what do we got? What do we got on the show tonight? Geek news, geek news, hell yeah! All right. One day that I'll get recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Lance, let you, I wanted you to take this one away. You put the, together the slides, so tell us what's yeah, going on Yeah, so first of all, so Matthew Vaughn says that he wants to reboot Wolverine for the MCU, which I'm not on board with. Um, <laughs> Have you played Halo or Padgett? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he he kind of put forward uh, his top three casting choices for, for Wolverine. Um, two of them I was able to find fan art for Aaron Taylor Johnson. I was not. Uh, I what thought is it with that guy? Can we stop with him already? I don't know. Understand Quicksilver, Craven. Now we're talking about Wolverine or Kick Ass, Quicksilver, Craven. Can we just stop with him already? Yeah, like, I, don't I, don't, really I, don't, I don't understand what the big appeal of it like Tom Hardy. I get, but Tom Hardy's Venom, so I don't think that's gonna work. But Tom Hardy makes total sense to me. You guys know my love for Taron Edgerton, which was a name that he that he put forward. But he's also the creator of Kingsman, so of course he's going to have a little chubby for Taron Edgerton, um, and Kickass. So he he has Aaron Taylor Johnson there. But I just want to know what you guys thought about his recommendations and whether you'd want to see Matthew Vaughn direct Wolverine. I don't. I don't know if I want to see him direct Wolverine. Like I love Kingsman. It's probably one of my favorite action movies like i love it um I, and i think that his direction direction is a big part of that but would that style work for wolverine i don't know but i, I will say you don't think it would no i think it would his hyper violent would? style would be that the hyper violence yes but i don't want as comedy. much of the humor yes yeah that's what i'm worried about but I do agree with his casting of Taron Edgerton. I've always been game for that. We tease Lance about it, but I think I think Taron would be a good yes. Lance good cast. Does, does have a big chubby for Taron. Anytime you can find a way to work him in, he's gonna he's gonna include that story. I like how he wrote that. Tear on <laughs> big O N. I no, on. it's just a lot of casting. We know that they're probably gonna skew younger, right? They want someone younger. Out so. of all the guys that they've said in the younger, because there's there's guys that would be great Wolverines, but they're just on the older side. Like, uh, what's his name? Armitage. Um, Richard Armitage. Yeah, he's yeah. got a good look and he could do that growl. But he's older, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Out of all the young guys that they've talked about, and here's three young guys right here. If you had your, if you had to pick between the three of these, Tom Hardy's not a young guy. He's he's younger than Richard Armitage. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you, you know, go older. You've got to go older. I don't think they're going to. Because the dude's hundreds of years old. He was survived World War II, you know, Vietnam. Like, he's hundreds of years old. So you got to. I don't think they're going to go prepubescent, but I think, I think he's go... got to go. I think middle 40s, man. I think someone like late 20s, early 30s is what they got to go with. Because you want this person to play the role for like 15, 20 years if they can. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, you can't get Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman after every movie he's gonna like you know have to have a blood transfusion or something like that <laughs> you know so i i don't i don't know like i i just don't That's think right. there's been another <laughs> I leftover zaggy knows the theme 
just get a no name Wolverine. Oh, and I and I'm all for that. I think that's great. Like MCU, the Marvel in general has really hit it big with getting no name actors for for these roles. Um, I think sometimes getting a, a a good name is is justified. But look at Tom Holland, who we'll talk about um, at the end of the show. He was nobody really knew who he was. I mean, he was in what two or three movies that were really yeah. good, but yeah, no one knew too. really who he was. Now he's you know a household name. So I I have no problem with that. But if they do go for for some name recognition, I haven't seen anybody that's in that twenty to thirty year old range that I think could do the role justice like Taron Egerton could. I I think he's a great pick. I've always been on board, but I'm not on board for Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't even like him as Craven, man. I didn't like him as Quicksilver. I didn't. Is he I the just... confirmed casting for Craven? Yes. Well, I hope he does a good job. He's already getting like real yoked. Like he, I, I saw some recent pictures of him looking pretty big, but well, it's just interesting because he's going to be fighting the MCU's Spider-Man, but he was Quicksilver. I don't know. I guess they can make him look different enough. It'll be okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. I don't know. Aaron Taylor Johnson was wasn't even that good as Kick Ass, in my opinion. <laughs> like the first movie was kind of awkward and everything, and I kind of liked him, but the second movie just kind of went off the rails. The real um the real bright spot of Kick Ass is Hit Girl, in my opinion. Matt, would you agree? Yes. Uh what what's her name? Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, she was fantastic. I like, the, I like that actress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Aaron Taylor Johnson is just I don't know. He's a weirdo, and he married someone like 20 years older than him. Older than that, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. His wife is like very she, geriatric. She directed him in a in a movie. I'm pretty sure she's in her 60s. Jeez. Maybe. Yeah. But like the Godzilla that he was in was the weakest of the of the trilogy. The new no, trilogy. Wasn't. Yes, it was. I like I like how he It was went the best one paying. of the new trilogy. I like the first he went one from, yes. from playing brother and sister with elizabeth olsen to being in godzilla and playing a love interest yeah i, I remember married, I think, well right? godzilla i think godzilla came out a few months before no it and came i remember out after it came out after you see them because you first see them in the mid credit scene for i think i want to uh, say yeah it was winter yeah. soldier yeah did i say it was the weakest of the trilogy you did yes no godzilla versus kong is the weakest yeah i was gonna <laughs> I say forgot about that one I try. I, I I struck that from my memory. Skull well, Island, the best of the whole thing. Your your guys' uh, conversation is so riveting; it's making me sweaty. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Could be the fever, but you guys, either way, you're making me sweaty. <laughs> sweaty balls. More Aaron Taylor Johnson. Well, I yeah, guess so, you're yeah, going to be involved they're... with this, but Matthew Vaughn. So, yeah. So basically, the headline is that uh, Kickass is supposedly going to be getting a reboot. It's gonna be nuts. It's still two years away because they're the rights revert back in two years, and most likely it's probably gonna end up being a, new, a Netflix show because he's got that big deal with Netflix. Mark Millar, who created Kickass, own, owns the property. He's going to most likely bring it to Netflix. But Matthew Vaughn's gonna be involved with this too. Am I losing internet? Did I lose this? No, you're here. No, we see you. Maybe you don't see us. Now you're starting to go fuzzy. Awesome. I'm just going to freeze here like this. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Matthew Vaughn's involved. 
is Matthew Vaughn in, involved with the reboot? I, I don't know. Because they I, haven't I really mentioned know. much about it other than they're planning on rebooting it and it's going to be a fucking nuts. But like I was saying, Netflix, Millar has a deal with Netflix for all of his properties. So that's what uh, Jupiter's legacy gonna, came from, mm-hmm. right? Was him? Yeah. Yep. And it's probably going to revert back to, to Netflix. Uh, and I would say, I would expect it to be with an entirely new cast. Oh, I hope so. Although yes, I did like it. This is a gluten free movie. <laughs> I did like, uh, I did like, um, who we were talking about a minute ago, Hit Girl. Well, I forget her name again. A minute Chloe, ago, huh? Chloe Grace Moretz. I like her, but. And Nick Cage was actually pretty awesome in the first movie. As Big Daddy, yeah. He was. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I like we talk about Matthew Vaughn, and I think Kingsman is like the one like uh, anomaly. Like, I think most of his movies are bad. <laughs> Like I didn't like First Class, and I've I've made I've been I've have not held this as, as a secret. I didn't like it. Uh, Kickass Two was hot garbage. Um, I don't know. I don't want. I don't like Matthew Vaughn. Well, he did Stardust. I didn't realize that. I love Stardust. He he's done some good stuff. I mean, oh, he really hasn't directed that much though. Looking at his IMDb credits. Stardust. He actually didn't direct the second Kickass, according to this. He was he only didn't? a producer. That's according to IMDb. Did he write he, it? He was a producer on it, but he didn't like, direct it. But it doesn't change the fact that Lance's He's statement a, is correct. The second Kickass was hot garbage. Yeah, I haven't seen either of them, so I don't don't have a lot. Oh, the first one's there. awesome, dude. I'm surprised you haven't seen that. It's 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 really good. I like it. This conversation is making me allergic to gluten, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle wants you to know that Kate Bishop's farts are gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can eat those all day, Lance. Getting just a little old. So, uh, yeah. So Tom Holland says he might be ready to hang up the uh, the suit. And, he's, and he thinks that Gwen Stacy or uh, Spider-Woman should be the next focus point this is the second time he's made this comment because the first time it was well i'm gonna hang it up and it's time to pass it on to miles and now it's time for me to step away i know right he's just pass it over to to gwen or or spider woman or i'm gonna take a break from acting and focus on starting a family dude you're 24 years old bro like your your body of work as although as it is impressive is not that big why wouldn't you at least pump out another Spider-Man trilogy and then walk away? To, to well, or at least one to kind of usher in that next, the next iteration of it. Like so, it's like a seamless transition. Like you can't, you can't have this movie and then him leave and then just have a whole new character. Like I don't. They need to have some movie where where he's training Miles or. Or something. I I don't know. I mean, I would say you you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot and keep going because you walk away from the industry and you come back. Is anybody really gonna care about you? You've been gone for how <laughs> God knows how long. Why do you have to walk away from acting to start a family? Like it takes nine months, long nine months to have a baby. 
you can crank out a fil- a couple films in there. <laughs> it is a yeah. long nine months. You know, you're 25. You could you could at least do three more Spider-Man movies in five years. I don't know. I, I, I good quality Spider-Man movies though in five years. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think you could as long as as long as Kevin Feige's name is attached to it. You're gold. Because you know what? He was an executive producer on the first Spider-Man movies with Toby. And then he came back. I don't know if he was with Garfield, but then he came back with... Well, I know he gave writing notes for for the second one because uh, they released that a couple months ago. Like, his notes, it was on Reddit or something like that. Of all the notes, he watched the second Spider-Man. He sent Amy Pascal, like, all these notes on the story and everything like that. And they did a bunch of reshoots because of it. But I don't know how how much further he was involved in that. Well, and like Sam, I mean, Sam brings up the point. It's all a tease. He's already signed for more movies, but he has to sell the ending. Yeah. And that sucks because the end of that movie is dog shit. Well, I uh, I just read about maybe 15 minutes ago that Kevin Feige says they're fast. They're fast tracking Spider-Man four. So in my mind, that would mean that Tom Holland is signed on. Well, yeah, we, uh, dude, they broke, they broke pandemic records opening night, and yeah. they've seen the most turnout. They've had the most turnout in a theater since Endgame. So you know they're that that movie's gonna break a billion dollars in no time. Yeah, it's definitely successful i hope they fast track the next one but I'm just like tom holland's all over the place with his comments i'm just like tired of I, even speculating on it when i hear things like fast track or you know f- three movies in five years that makes me really worried because kevin feige as great as he is not everything he's touched has been gold you know yes it's made a lot of money but captain marvel wasn't very good uh, Black Widow wasn't very good. Um, the Eternals. Well, I think we're it. getting to that point where we've been so oversaturated with superhero movies and Marvel movies that there are our expectations are getting to be higher. So you're expecting them to be more outlandish, more, you know, way more epic, way more like epic. That, yeah. Yes. You're expecting oh, more from end game in this and, one. They're not delivered like they didn't deliver that with our Eternals. They didn't deliver that with um, Black Widow. They're not really delivering that with any of their TV shows. So I just think you, your our expectations as far as superhero movies go are way more outlandish now because we are, we're expecting them to be like over the top and just these huge cinematic epics. I I yeah. agree with that. I think Wait, Doctor Strange. Are- Doctor Strange has the potential to be that. You know, if all the stuff that we've been reading about turns out to be true, and I won't talk about it here because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but all the stuff that's been leaked about that movie, if it's true, it's probably going to be another big... uh, Which, it's interesting that that they're releasing the trailer so early. Don't you guys think? No, I mean, the movie comes out in May. Well, Spider-Man, they released it, what, a month and a half ago? The first one came out? Well, Spider-Man. Yeah, Sony movie. Spider-Man, they're trying to hide that's a bunch true. of stuff, and they did a very poor job at it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they did a really bad job of it, because anybody that saw the trailers and saw 
Doc Ock and and Willem and the Green Goblin and all these people from these past movies has to either put two and two together. If they're in the movie, somebody else is probably in the movie. You know, which I don't think is a spoiler because everybody knows that that's been hypothesized already to the to no end. But they did not do a good. I'm just gonna go ahead and cut you off before you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, for real. <laughs> just get, go you don't understand what a spoiler real quick. is. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's been everywhere. Bro, you got to chill. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Your mom is in the movie. <laughs> there are there are surprises in that movie, I would say. So, yeah. a lot was spoiled. Well, speaking of uh, more superhero mo- news and Spider-Man related news, there... Um, it's the actor for lizard that said this right reese he said that he wants Evans. yeah yeah he wants a venom versus lizard movie um i don't want that movie but oh, that say, fight sounds cool to want bro <laughs> <laughs> i mean those two fighting each other would be pretty cool can't deny make, that i don't think lizard's no, that interesting <laughs> it makes no sense now i don't i don't find him that i've never found him that dr kirk connor's wants his arm back so he becomes a lit like i just don't find it i don't i've never found him that interesting it as a comic book character goes he's got a lot of layers to him he's a very interesting comic book character because it's it's not it's just his struggles and his struggles with vanity of being accepted and not having that arm and wanting to regrow it and the struggles of his family and how his choices affect his, his relationships and and things like that so it's uh there's a lot of layers to him as far as a combo character goes, but yeah, him in the movies, it's the, the, the why, what, what, why, why would you do this? What, what are you going to get out of this? Venom kills the lizard in two seconds. Yeah. And plus if it's this iteration of the lizard, I definitely don't want to see it. Cause I think he looks like King Koopa from the original super, super <laughs> or super Mario movies. You're right, Kyle. He's like an ending. He's got layers. <laughs> I just I've I've never I've never been that into the lizard. I, I think there's plenty of other more interesting characters, but I don't know. No, I, I think we all agree this isn't anything that anyone really wants. Speaking of things that no one wants, do you guys want a Blue Beetle movie? Because it's not coming to HBO Max anymore. It's coming to theaters. I think that shows that there's more interest in this movie. And it's garnering a lot of attention that they're going to take it from HBO Max and put it in the theaters. Yeah, I'm... and to have to make a big, make it a bigger budget film to go into theaters than to HBO. I'm Max. down for it. It's slated for August 2023, so it's you know it's going to be a while. I mean, I'd like when these things come to the streaming services because it's just nice to have it there. But when it's a superhero movie, I usually like to see it in theaters anyway. So. This is cool. If this means more budget, if this means it's going to be a better movie, then I'm here for it. I know. I think that. I think that Flashpoint. You're going to get through Wonder Woman three, Aquaman two, Flashpoint, and then I think the DCU is going to change directions, and I think the Batman is going to be one of those movies that. That helps and change directions. You already kind of saw it with Joker, and I think the the Batman coming out in March. It's going to help push over that edge. That they're gonna 
finish these films that they've got slated and then they're going to change directions and, and try to get that dc well that's track. that's if that's if these movies don't make a buttload of money oh like if flash if flash goes you know blockbuster flash is gonna it, go blockbuster for nostalgia alone like well shazam just too see, just to see michael keaton in that bat suit again people are gonna go insane for that I mean, you've got Shazam 2, you've got Black Adam, you've got uh, The Flash. What else did they announce for DCU? Is that it? Um, you well, said there's Black another Adam, Wonder Flash. Woman movie. Yeah, Wonder Woman, Aquaman 2. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see them... I don't see them throwing Gal Gadot away. Do you guys? Um, Wonder Woman 2 wasn't as well received. If Wonder Woman 3 is in a similar vein, yeah, I could see them moving on to someone else. Especially if, if the Batman does so well that they, like, think they can build a universe around it. Well, I don't think they're going to build a universe around the Batman per se, but I think it's going to, they're going to take that movie in a different direction because it's not tied to any of their other movies. And it's going to show them that they don't need to have a connecting universe to put out oh, so you're saying more standalone stuff. Yeah. I just like Joker, and from what I've seen from the Batman, is that they're dark, and it doesn't seem to be forced. Like, Zack Snyder's movies were dark, dark, but it seemed forced. The Joker, Joker is a dark movie because of the subject material, and Batman looks like it's going to be the same way. I like that. Like, I think that is different enough from the mcu to keep me interested you know what i mean yeah 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 i get it i love the joker the batman looks awesome but you guys know i love dc movies like they're my jam i literally finished my probably seventh my watch of J- Zack snyder's justice league last night oh my god like i've yeah, watched i don't that know four why hour you movie that so, so many much, times because i you do watch that four hour movie so jesus christ Probably, probably five times, not seven or eight. I I saw you watching it at your house when, uh, before we saw the Cardinals game a couple weeks ago. And just sitting down for five minutes, I was bored to tears. <laughs> you didn't even watch any of it. Max, it you had a If you're in trouble, Max, blink twice. If, so, <laughs> if someone's abusing you, blink twice. Just let us know. <laughs> Don't ever get that close to the screen ever again. <laughs> if someone's abusing you and making you watch this movie over and over again, let us no know. No blinking happening. I think the problem I have with DC is that I love those characters so much, and I've like the Dark Knight was so good that the, the Zack Snyder movies just don't don't even they're not even close. I don't know. It's a, it's a taste thing, right? Like I, I just think I really enjoy Zack Snyder's style. I like his storytelling approach. I like his visual style. I like, I just love him. Like I, pretty much every Zack Snyder movie I've ever seen, I've liked. Um, if not, Sucker loved. Punch. I've only seen it the one time. I remember liking it, but it's been a long time, and that was before I like reviewed I, I movies. I walked out of Sucker Punch. I feel like he's the Michael Bay of comic book movies. Cheap explosions, zero storyline. But teach yes. is on Max. You're all good. I you know like you guys, you guys like to mess with me about it. It's all good. 
<laughs> Max only watches the girl spontaneously sing at Aquaman. Okay, that is like the one scene in the movie that I'm like, what in the? But that's not what Zack Snyder. Is this? Yeah, that was Zack Snyder. That was his James cut. Wan. Oh, he, that's that's a cut he did. No, the cut of Justice League has all these like Norse women singing like a song as Aquaman leaves. It's weird. Oh, see, I don't even remember the movie. <laughs> all I remember there's a really dumb scene with a rock crawling thing where they're all climbing crawling? on this big. They're all climbed on this machine. This. Oh yeah, that was in the original movie. It's just better in the Snyder cut. The yeah, the crawler thing that Batman it's better because you it's better because you see less of it. <laughs> you cut off half the movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go next. Let's do it. So, the next episode of Hawkeye is gonna be the longest episode for the for an any MCU show yet. It's supposedly gonna be 59 minutes, so about 38 with credits. And the only reason I put MCU <laughs> and, and only about nine minutes longer than episode two. <laughs> so uh, the only reason I put MCU on this is because I didn't see anything like I don't oh. know how long the Star Wars stuff like if they had. More. I don't know if there's been any Star Wars ones that have been over an hour there, but there may be. I think the headline I saw that it was the same thing. It was the longest of any Disney Plus, like any Marvel Disney Plus show so far. But it might be any any Disney Plus show, period. Yeah, I just didn't want to put that on there and, and then be beholden to that if I was incorrect. <laughs> I really hope we get a second season of this show. Me too. I really like it. And you think you get it with Jeremy Renner? Yeah, I think so. I think you, I, I do too. I think you would get it with Jeremy Renner, but I think Kate would be more of a partner than like the a sidekick like she is in this see i think kate if jeremy renner wasn't in it i think it could still be a good show because i think she could carry her own show. oh 100 she could she's yeah. awesome but i think that their their dynamic is really fun and so i i think it would i think it'd be better if they were both in it i agree their chemistry is you have to admit they have great chemistry the they two have, of them absolutely they do and there's almost like this father-daughter kind of dynamic going on here because he's old enough to be her her father. See, I'm I'm stoked. I, I we probably should have just tied this into our Hawkeye review, which is yeah, I f that up. The next screen. Well, is let's not just the Hawkeye review. I know I know so how what? to skip. I know how to there skip. Let's just review Hawkeye. We'll go to Halo after this. Okay. I didn't make that connection until you said it before. This isn't Max's first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like the, we got the next episode of Hawkeye coming up. We just had Hawkeye episode five. Um, are, are we spoiling this? Because we're doing yeah, Spider-Man last and not spoiling that. Well, so. You can't ask me. You can't ask me to like, I'm already stressed up, out enough as it is. And, <laughs> and I and I assume during the Spider-Man thing, I'm going to be mostly quiet. Uh, don't ask me to do it for this one, too. <laughs> okay. FanDuel <laughs> betting odds are going off 10 to 1 that Matt, that Lance says something that spoils Spider-Man in a non-spoiler review. Dude, he's already <laughs> he already did it earlier. <laughs> so yeah. Um where is our spoiler? So spoiler? Sam Sam up. brought up Sam brought up this uh this scene. Uh yeah, what, that the fact the that oh here we go. Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh talking for seven hours is what Hawkeye 2 will be. That was probably the coolest the one of the coolest scenes in the whole episode. Do you know that a lot of that was ad-libbed? I was reading Florence Pugh ad-libbed a lot about that with the oh, really? and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. 
which just goes to show me how like just good she how good she actually is in that scene too oh Oh, yeah dude but like the fact that like all of our favorite all of our favorite uh marvel actors like robert downey and stuff they ad-libbed a lot of their scenes and it just goes to show you that they understand the the um the essence of the character that they're playing right it's not all the words on the paper that they they can ad-lib something in it 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 be completely true to the character that we know right like that scene about the cutlery from watching black widow to this just seems like something that she would say like it was absolutely it was perfectly spot it was a perfect continuation of that character yeah she 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 could go down as one of my favorite characters in the mcu if she keeps going this this way like i i just she's fantastic she's the only well I guess David Harbour wasn't that bad in Black Widow, but she's the best part of Black Widow. Oh, by far, she's the best part. Like, David Harbour was pretty good, but... Yeah, there's no, she's hilarious in that. Her whole, in Black Widow, the whole, uh, you're such a poser. Always <laughs> posing. And then she just carried it all over into this this show. I'm stoked to see what they, they what, what she gets up to in episode six, because, I mean, she's going to have to help them out, right? Or, or if there is a season two, maybe they're going to carry that arc into season two. But, you know, she's a good guy. She's just being manipulated by Madam Hydra. They're, or maybe they're not calling her that, but that's that's what I thought she was in the comics. Not being manipulated. She was hired. I mean. Yeah, but she's being manipulated because that lady told her that Hawkeye killed her sister. That's not is cool. that Madam Hydra? No. That was what I, no, I'm totally Julie wrong. Julie Louis Dreyfus is supposed to be Madam Hydra? No. No, no, no. Oh, I didn't I'm think wrong. so. I, that's what I thought I read, but trust Matt on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like we said, we're getting into spoilers in this one. So, there's a pretty major reveal at the end of this of this episode. Um, Matt still has his doubts, from what I understand, that it isn't this person. But well, it is. It is the character, but he has his doubts of the actor that is pictured. Dude, it doesn't look like him. It lo- totally looks like it. <laughs> it looks like it, it looks totally like looks Hank like it. from Breaking Bad. No. Okay, so we have the spoiler tag up. We're about to spoil the last scene of Hawkeye episode five. So if you're listening, and you don't want to hear this. Tune out for a little for a little bit, then come back. But Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin in Hawkeye, same guy that was in the Daredevil show. And Matt thinks that the picture they show at the end of like basically a Twitter post or whatever isn't vincent d'onofrio in that picture i totally disagree i think it looks just like vincent d'onofrio <laughs> but the the point is i don't like we can we can tease matt about it or whatever but the point is matt you do agree that vincent d'onofrio is playing kingpin you just don't think that picture is <laughs> no it's it's gonna be vincent d'onofrio yes but i don't think like that picture they use of him on the phone totally looks like hank from breaking bad was standing in for him it totally looks like they they're both big white if bald they, guys if they got okay so your reasoning was maybe he was busy and he couldn't pose for this picture so no i'm saying that hand-based. maybe they had to do reshoots and he was working on another project and he couldn't come back for reshoots so they just had somebody do a standard it happened with with wandavision the the kid who plays wiccan was supposed to be the kid from lock and key and um the it but he couldn't come back for reshoots so they just reshot the role with somebody else yeah the whole show 
Yeah, but I'm just saying it could just be that shot because but of the it's way just it, one it's picture. on a phone. <laughs> Dude, I wish we had the picture because it doesn't look like him. Uh, I'm going to find it right now. It totally looks like him. No. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, with, I'm with Lance on this. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio Hawkeye, who's going to find it first? It is an Edgar suit, yes. It is an Edgar suit. I got it. All right, you got it? All right. I got to move it over here, actually. Well, while you're pulling that up, I just want to say this episode was interesting because, like, it wasn't as action heavy, really. Like, there was the big action, you know, fight between Ronan and uh, Echo at the end, but I can't remember a ton of fighting otherwise. But I still really loved it because that Florence Pugh scene, scene with Kate and just how the story was moving along. And of course, the big reveal at the end with Kingpin. Like, super exciting. Yeah, there's the picture. Very blurry. <coughs> that does not look like D'Onofrio at all to me. Totally does. <laughs> it totally doesn't. I w- oh, here, there we go. It's totally Vincent D'Onofrio. That totally looks like Grandpa Chuck, who was yeah, on... no, that's Vincent D'Onofrio for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio doesn't have the like fucking turkey giblets on the neck, man. Like that, that <laughs> looks like giblets. Grandpa He's, Chuck. That's not turkey was... giblets. That's an ascot. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <dude. laughs> that, that looks like grandpa chuck was just doing a stand-in and it was the best thing that they had that's what that looks he's like he's got he's he's got the uh the fred uh scooby-doo thing going on the ascot nah, thing dude. yeah fucking his turkey giblets hanging out there and what i noticed like here Dimafrio. what i noticed here and i and i and i trying to remember daredevil i don't remember him ever having a cane in daredevil and here he has a cane Okay, I'm, I'm just pulling up another photo for reference. Okay. That is Vincent That is D'Onofrio, yes. That, <laughs> that is, is also D'Onofrio. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not Vincent D'Onofrio. Of Boom. course I've seen no. Young Frankenstein, Sam. <laughs> no. Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder, perfect movie. That is not Vincent D'Onofrio. Dude, you're on crack, dude. That is totally... What I'm trying to say is he's in the next episode, yes? (laughs) Yes, he'll be in the next episode, yes. (laughs) Why would they get a stand-in to just take a stupid picture? Because maybe it didn't work out in the shot, so they had to redo reshoots. There was a thing called reshoots. They could have just taken a screen grab from the next episode and thrown it up there. No. Dude, Dude, no. (laughs) Okay, so let's speculate. Why are they together? Kate's mom in on all this? Kate, Kate's mom. Bro. It's not Jack that runs the Sloan company. It's Kate's mom. That's what you it's think? Hank from Breaking Bad, all right? No, that's who's in that no, photo. dude. That no is way. Hank, it is Hank from Breaking Bad. No, it's not. No. Hank from Breaking Bad. Yes, it is. It's Hank from Breaking Bad. He's standing in for Vincent D'Onofrio. Especially because of five seconds after this this episode aired, Vincent D'Onofrio goes on Twitter and says, hey, I'm excited for whatever. I have no doubt that he's going to play Kingpin in the next episode. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's not him in that photo. That is that is Hank from Breaking Bad. You're so full of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how do I pull this shit off? There we go. Whatever. We're not going to convince him, Matt. No, I knew we were. That's why I'm saying we don't need to harp on it for too long, but it is funny. Yeah. Just laugh. 
Yeah, Ish is saying spoiler alert. And Sam, thanks for joining for jumping in to defend us. We literally have a spoiler warning tag. Yeah, we said it about six times. <laughs> Ish. Yeah, you leave Ish alone, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ish is one of our golden fans. Ish can complain if he wants. Keep that golden feedback shower coming. Fans. Yeah. Ish came on a review to James Bond with me. It was fun. Oh, was that Ish? I forgot yeah. about that episode. Yeah. I think I well, left early for whatever reason because I hadn't seen it. You yet. hadn't seen the movie, so you didn't want it spoiled for you. I want to get Ish on to talk Spider Man with us when we do the spoiler review. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, which um, I th- I'm thinking we're going to, it It won't be live, right? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, Ish, let us know when you're available. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, but this episode, so last week's ep- episode, I. I and I think I talked about this last week that there was just, it felt to lull at a, a couple times during the episode. I didn't feel that way with this episode at all. Did you guys? No, I didn't think it lulled at all. When it was over, I was like, oh crap, already? Which I think it was only about a 39 minute episode before trailers. But like, yeah, I didn't think it lulled. I thought it was very well paced, it was super enjoyable. I loved it. By the way, what is it with Marvel? Like they have no problem making three hour movies, but they can't make an hour long episode of Marvel TV. Like what the hell? Or more than six episodes or 10 episodes or whatever it is. Do you think they actually shoot them episodically? Huh? You don't don't think that they shoot it all in one thing and then just cut it up? No, I think, I think each episode is written as an episode, but it's, it's not the same as like a network television show because each episode has a different director. Some of them, I think even have different writers. Yeah. Kyle's like, not this talk again. We, yeah, we did this. We talked did about we? this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Well, it just, it bothers me that they, that they can have 30 minutes of credits and then 30 minutes of TV and think that that's okay. <laughs> not that but many you keep coming back for show. more. So obviously they got you hook, line and sinker. Just cause I want to know what the hell's going on. They got me into the universe, but try a little harder. That's all you I'm keep saying. Coming back for more, <laughs> so they got you. They're like, oh, got a big one. They got you so, on the line. Do you think? Um, so obviously, with Kate Bishop, and uh, we know in Quantumania, the Ant Man movie, that they got um, what's her face from F- Freaky Kate Bishop uh, to be. Uh, what role is she playing? She's playing Ant Man's daughter. So Cassie Lang. Yeah, Cassie Lang, thank you. I forget Catherine something is is uh the actress. But there it looks like they're setting up Young Avengers Avengers which we've which which uh has been speculated for some time. Do you think Kate Bishop is going to be positioned to be the leader of that Young Avengers? No. I don't think she no, I, I don't think she'll be the leader. Cuz so far she's the biggest name that they've got out of all these Young Avengers. Because you got Miss Marvel, who we know is coming. You've got Cassie Lang. You've got Kate Bishop. Who am I forgetting? Potentially Black Florence Pugh, son, right? Florence Pugh would be a young Avenger. Yep. She even the same like. She's only like twenty six or twenty seven, I think. Is she only that? She's pretty young. Yeah. I guess I was thinking she's older because she's dating uh, Zach Braff. Yeah, and he's like forty four. But yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure she's like twenty six. Good for Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It it just um, 
Well, so are you guys thinking the Young Avengers is going to be a TV series? Because right now, I mean, Spider-Man, Tom Holland's young. He could be the leader of the Young Avengers. Not if he quits. No, it, it's probably, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be a Disney Plus series. Yeah. I just well, don't see need, Tom Holland doing a Disney Plus series. They need to set up some sort of team to carry on the Avengers franchise, right? Because they've already killed off their two most marketable or one two 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 of their highly marketable characters in Captain America and Iron Man, right? And Sam Wilson, I don't think I don't know. I don't think he'd be a young Avenger. No, not a young Avenger, but I don't think he's enough of a tent pole to for the Avengers. Like I Sam Wilson to me is like what Hawkeye and Black Widow were to the original Avengers. Just kind of like almost like secondary. You shut your mouth about the new Captain America, right? I like the new Captain America. I just don't think Anthony Mackie is that um, engaging. <laughs> you shut your mouth. What was the What was the show on Netflix that he took over for? Um, the The dude uh, from uh, from Suicide Squad. What was that show, Max? Oh yeah, he took over Altered Carbon, and then Altered Carbon died. Yeah, he was in a very interesting episode of uh, Black Mirror, also. I need to watch more of those. I only seen like two of those. I watched yeah, the one that you, it's like you choose your own adventure thing, and I was so confused that I stopped watching it. <laughs> and I watched one where he's like on an exercise bike for the whole the whole episode. Altered dicks, nice. But. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. Ish, you say Ned is going to be Hopgoblin eventually? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't either. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, the um, Hawkeye was a good episode. It was a nice little teaser leading up to the final. Um, it was nice showing Hank from Breaking Bad as Kingpin. It wasn't fucking Hank, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, Lance, I think I'm gonna side with you now because thinking through who they've got in the Young Avengers, I think Kate maybe could be the leader. She's not gonna be the leader. I just so far everybody that they've shown, but I don't think they is. also they haven't introduced everybody yet either. That's true. <laughs> Max MCM taking over Ish. the chat. Dude, these no guys were spoilers. Of, these guys were part of this chat way before MCM was even a thing. There ain't no MCM <laughs> taking over this chat. <laughs> Ish is posting spoilers in the chat. <clears throat> yeah, we're trying to keep uh, Spider Man spoiler free. <laughs> Uh, he what he said is pretty generic but still yeah i mean it, there's there's nothing that alludes to that so um yeah i'm i'm excited i it feels like that they could have done another four episodes of this <laughs> like it, I, I kingpin <laughs> um i'm kind of i'm kind of worried that it's all going to culminate in one more episode like it just seems like there's so many loose ends doesn't it you know we've had this conversation too many times about how there's all these storylines and then i feel like the shows end up tying it up pretty darn well in an hour so i think it's going to be fine i think it's going to tie up well and i like the short episode format i think it's fun i like that we don't have to watch Let, episodes. i'm going to spoil it for you right now here's the end of hawkeye <laughs> They're gonna have their big confrontation with with Kingpin, 
and Christmas morning, Hawkeye's kids are going to wake up and run downstairs and go to the tree. And his daughter's going to be all disappointed that dad's not home. And then the door's going to open and he's going to walk in. And that's how it's going to end. Are they going to have, like, is is Laura going to be the bad guy and she's going to have, like, a theme song? It was Laura all along. Like, is that going to happen? <laughs> I agree with you, Matt, though. I do think that he's going to get home for Christmas. I'll yeah. tell you one thing. Kingpin ain't dying. Kingpin is surviving the series. No, he's yeah. not going to die, but he's, he's going <laughs> to... And I don't think they're going to take conflict. him down either, but I think that they're going to... But there has to be there has to be something that happens to one of these two that justifies further storytelling for them for there to be a season two because kingpin just appearing i mean he can show up in a number of things spider-man and 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 whatever like so you don't need hawkeye to continue his story but something has to happen to kate or 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 clint to 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 justify a season two some sort of at the end you know laura dies or or kate you know loses an eye or some shit i don't know i'm i'm all for that if lance is the kingpin and matt's the penguin best episode ever who's max max is Zack snyder and <laughs> no he's commissioner gordon <laughs> there you go <laughs> whatever all right max uh do you want to talk about halo yeah man i'll talk about some halo um yeah so <clears throat> this is also going to be a spoiler free so i'll take down this banner i'm not gonna spoil halo halo for anybody here i don't know if it's that much of a deal for <laughs> i'm still not gonna do it we might have <laughs> listeners that really want to play halo i don't know Plus, I, I don't struggle too much to give a review without spoilers. Although, admittedly, I'm already worried about myself for Spider-Man. <laughs> I, like, I'm pretty I just good don't about know what you say. Spoilers. It was good. There, gonna there's say, a lot oh, you can it. say. But there's, <laughs> that one's tougher. But um, speaking about Halo, um, also with video games, it's easier because you don't always have to talk about story. You can talk about gameplay. So one of the things I'm going to say about Halo that I... I wasn't as big of a fan of because I've said many times I loved I love the gameplay, but um, the campaign for Halo all takes place on what's called Zeta Halo. It's an, it's another Halo ring. It's supposed to be like the original Halo ring, and it's beautiful. The landscapes are great, but my big issue is that the whole campaign only takes place on like this forested area, kind of like you're seeing in the image here from the box art that Lance put up. But like Halo One had snow areas and forest areas and like and that was from like 2001 so it was just a little bummer a bit of a bummer that there wasn't a more dynamic ecosystem to explore there wasn't dynamic weather there wasn't a day night cycle it was just daytime all the time and forest all the time and um it was fun like having this open world aspect to a halo game was cool. Like I enjoyed going to outposts and taking them down and unlocking um, new vehicles and weapons that you can get at the outposts and fast travel points. And it was cool. Like if I wanted to go to a mission with like six Marines in the back of a vehicle with me, I could. And that was nice. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That sounds like a personal thing. (laughs) You want to do a mission with six Marines? Yeah, bro. We don't need to know your your (laughs) fetishes, man. <laughs> Sounds like a painful evening. Yeah. All right, continue. But it was it was uh it was it was fun. 
Uh, as for the story, so Halo 5 wasn't received very well. This is the sequel to that. And I feel like they did a good job of tying up loose ends in Halo 5. Um, they could have done a better job of that. I thought the the story overall was pretty good. It wasn't the best Halo ever, though. Um, so let's see. What is Zaggy saying? I expected it to be bigger, is all my gripe, but the story kind of stunk. I, I don't think this, the story stunk. I thought the story was good. I think it could have been better, but I think because Halo 5 left such a bad taste in people's mouth, they really tried to course correct, and it was just... It was too big of a task. Um, <clears throat> I think that there's still time for them to, you know, I don't know. If the, I don't know what the plan is if there's going to be a sequel in five years to this game, or if they're going to release story content in a couple years, or I, I don't know what the plan is with Halo Infinite. Uh, the story is definitely not done, but I liked what they did with it. I thought there was some really emotional aspects between, like, um, basically, there's like three main characters in the story. There's Master Chief. There's this new ai it's not cortana but it, she's called the weapon and Doesn't then, cortana die in a previous game do i remember am i remembering that correctly yes and no and it, it, she supposedly dies at the end of four but then she's in halo 5 and she's kind of like the villain of halo 5 and then halo oh. infinite is, it is halo infinite is still dealing with the the fallout of of cortana but like the three main characters are chief this new ai that is basically Cortana, but not Cortana. It's just like a copy of her. And then this pilot that's flying you around. And you get a lot of like backstory about the pilot because he's like the everyday man, this normal guy. He's got a wife and he's got a kid. And like, you know, you sympathize with him. He's just this normal guy. He's not a super soldier like Chief. Um, and, and anyway, it's got some really cool emotional parts to it. And the gameplay is a lot of fun. But if I had to rank it in my Halos... Uh, I don't know how many Halo games are there now. There's six mainline. There's two offshoots. It might be in my top five Halo stories, but it's not the top. Um, Halo 2, I think, is still my favorite Halo game ever. I just love my, that game. My problem with these games is it just it doesn't seem like much it. changes. Well, I played the first three. <laughs> I played the first three. I tried to play four and just lost interest in it. But, like, they it doesn't seem like a whole lot changes from game to game. And, and I think that's the kind of the same thing that call of duty kind of suffers from, right? The, the, I mean, the gameplay is pretty much the same. The, I mean, all they can really improve upon is, is the graphics and things like that. And, but the story has been kind of lackluster for the last, what, three games. Depends on who you ask. Halo four was one of my favorite campaigns. I loved it. And a lot of people agree it was it was a pretty darn good story. Which one's the one with the flood? That's Halo One, Two, and Three. Yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, and those are awesome. Like, yeah. and that that tells a complete story. Um, you're right, though. The gameplay doesn't change a lot, but that to me is because Halo's gameplay has always been phenomenal, and so they don't want to change it too much. But they have changed it. I mean, they've modernized it to where now you have sprint. They've got the grapple hook in this game. Oh my gosh, that is like the most fun thing i've ever had in a in a shooter like it like the 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 grapple hook i basically was like scaling mountains with this thing and it was awesome because i upgraded it to where it could like recharge faster and so i'd grapple up like 20 or 30 feet and then i'd start to fall but then it would recharge and i'd grapple another 20 or 30 feet and i could go like straight up a mountain uh, with my grapple hook it made traversal and exploration just like so freaking fun um that was another. Are you serious? 
his Dang. his wife's his wife's laptop just broke. Oh, that's too bad. There's too much awesomeness on the screen. I I take it. <laughs> that sucks. She's probably got like a blue screen to death or something like that. Sucks, man. Yeah, that does suck. Turn it off and on again. IT one one. If that doesn't work, throw it out the window. <laughs> Surprised you haven't said get a Mac. That's Lance's thing. Although I guess we no, don't know. My Mac's pissing me off right now. So. Yeah. I, I'm about this close to saying fuck all of it. <laughs> That's technology, man. That's yeah. just anything. I mean, I was telling Kelsey earlier tonight that uh, I, it's my Traeger is starting to go out. Like, I need to get a new one. And uh, I've only had that thing for like four years. It's not going to go out that soon. It's still working. But, you know, I use it a lot. It gets a lot of use. So, got to keep my barbecue going. Solo just took a dark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Man, he says my dude. mom passed away like four years ago. She doesn't have a laptop ish. It was all funny, haha. Ha. Now, now I feel like we need to start a GoFundMe for Solo. <laughs> oh man. Well, I can understand ish why your mom would be pretty mad if my laptop or my computer broke. I'd be pretty pissy. I would be definitely mad about that. So, would you recommend this game? Absolutely, Max? absolutely. It's the most fun shooter that I've played in a long time. But I know, like, for Matt, he enjoys Call of Duty shooting mechanics more. So maybe it's not for him as much. But if you like Halo, I think you're going to like Halo Infinite, like, from a gameplay standpoint. Like, whether you like the story or not, it seems like it's divisive. I love I like it. The, I like the Halo multiplayer, but, like, the multiplayer has been had a successful launch. I mean, there's yeah. a few gripes that, that I have. It's just, like, how slow it is, the movement is. Mm -hmm. But, like, compared to, like, the recent clusterfuck of what Call of Duty just rolled out with Vanguard and their expansion into Warzone and what's going on with all that and how bad Battlefield 2042 is. Ooh, yeah, that was a nightmare. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Halo has definitely been the most successful game launch in in recent memory. So, Yeah, it, it, the multiplayer launch is really good. I've got a couple gripes about the multiplayer as well, um, one of which is not a developer problem it's a me problem i just suck and i can't freaking win a match <laughs> some of that is because i keep playing with my cousin and, and maybe i'm wrong about the matchmaking but my cousin is pretty good i'm not as good as him and so i worry when i'm on his fire team it's matchmaking me with his skill level and so i'm just getting roasted because when i play by myself i actually do okay but when i play with him i'm just like getting you just need up. a you just need a palate cleanser just play mario kart online for a couple hours and then go, jump back on the halo I should probably Palette get my country. butt kicked over there too. No, that's why I've been playing uh, Forza and just like turning the volume down and listening to my audiobook because I seriously I got so frustrated. The Cardinals lost a big game and I was pissed about that. And then I couldn't win any Halo matches the next day. And I was like, screw this. I'm just going to play Forza, turn the difficulty down, win every race, and listen to a good audiobook. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> but Halo, so my gripes with Halo Infinite multiplayer for real though are. It's just really simple. They did release an update this week that's nice. Like, it well, obviously not with... too simple because you're getting roasted. Every roasted, no, no, no. yeah. What I mean by is, <laughs> what I mean by is they're offering. So, like, basically, you would join into quick play or big team battle. That was it. You couldn't go in and say, "Hey, I just want to play Slayer," or "I just want to play," um, you know, oddball. oddball or yeah, or whatever. Like, you couldn't do that, and that's kind of weird. Like, my favorite was always capture the flag yeah or that like you couldn't pick that when you joined in and uh that's frustrating because sometimes i don't really want to play capture the flag or oddball 
especially if I'm not playing on a team. If I'm just playing by myself, I just want to shoot people. Yeah. You know? So I want to just pick Slayer and go play Slayer. And that luckily has been added now, but it wasn't there at first, and that was a bummer. And um their battle pass is okay, but it could get it could be better. But anyway, the point of the matter is <laughs> I really love Halo Infinite, but <laughs> Ish has a Chipotle quesadilla, and it's pretty tasty. That seemed pretty like out of nowhere. That is very it? random. <laughs> How much have you had to drink, Ish? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, well, that's that's enough, Halo. We can move on to our final challenge of the night, talking about Spider-Man oh, without any spoilers. Go. I don't know about this. Be very careful. Be careful. Lance. I'm not. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you guys lead the conversation and I'll just chime in when I when I know when it's appropriate because <laughs> I have, do not have faith in myself through this. There's so many things I want to talk about and I can't talk about them. Well, that's the good thing is that we will have plenty to talk about on our spoiler cast later. But <laughs> for now, we're gonna talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. We are not gonna spoil it. If you're in the comments, please don't type spoilers for those who are listening live and don't want it spoiled or those who are listening to the playback and don't want it spoiled please uh please don't spoil it um matt do you want to go first or no you're the one that has all this confidence that you can do this spoiler free so i i vote max (laughs) fine i'll go first so all i'm gonna say is i liked it (laughs) i will say first and foremost I, i i loved the movie overall i don't know that i would say it's like the best spider man movie that's ever come out yet but but it, it was very good. Uh, one of the things I'll, I'll say is that the pacing of it wasn't my favorite. Like there were some story beats that they just skipped over and I got confused. Um, like I was like, wait, what, what's going on? They didn't resolve that other story beat. So what's going on with the story? And then they also started getting into some, some different, they started taking the story directions I wasn't expecting, which was good because we saw so many leaks on this. We saw so many rumors and and other things that like, I was worried I was going to come into the movie and just not be surprised by anything. Well, luckily I was, I was surprised by some things, but one of those things I was surprised by, which I won't say what it is, I wasn't liking. And I'm like, gosh, this movie's kind of going slow. I don't really like the way that they're taking this. And then, um, boom, like, something happens and and it it just picked up and once it picked up um and there was some more like emotional depth to the movie it really took off like so basically it's probably like a third of the way into the movie is when it finally took off and it 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 was a little slow in the beginning huh it was i was kind of like this is boring i'm not like i liked i liked the beginning oh shit man this i fucking hate this it's a direct continuation from the last one right yeah, you so can we, say that. we can say that. Okay. And I like the beginning and showing, you know, as we know in the last one, Spider-Man's identity is revealed to the world. And I liked seeing that fallout, right. Of what was yeah, happening. Me too. And then as soon as they stopped focusing on the fallout, I felt like it got slow. Yeah. When they finally started focusing on what we see in the trailers, all the, the, the multiverse stuff and the villains coming in, like it, it, to me, it started to get slow and like kind of drag at that point. Yeah. Uh, until until a certain point in the movie, and then it was it was fantastic. After that, yeah. <laughs> Solo's asking if Uncle Ben is okay, right? Uh, yeah, Uncle, Uncle ben, ben is in this movie. It's played by Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> uh, 
Is Uncle Ben okay? There's a very long makeout scene with Marissa Tomei and Pierce Brosnan. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. Um, Chris Pratt is in this movie, at, but not as Star Lord. He's uh, he's playing Mario. Uh, <laughs> it's me, Chris Pratt. Yo. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I get the bad guys, the Spider Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it it did seem to. So I was reading this um, this ranking on um, what site is this? Comicbookmovie.com, and they were ranking the Spider-Man movies, and they had this one second from the top uh, with um, what's the cartoon called? Into the, uh, the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse is number one. I still, I still don't know. Like I think Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire is still a better movie than this. This movie has a lot more fan moments. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. It has a lot more fan moments, which makes it really exciting because of the fan moments. But as far as the fleshed out story and the acting and things like that, I still think Spider-Man 2 is a superior movie. And Into Uh, the Spider-Verse is is pretty close to that. Yeah, so one... uh... It's it's tough because I I did love the movie. So I'll say one performance I absolutely loved: Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. This is the best he's ever done as as Green Goblin. Like this was the best rendition I've seen, aside from the of, one other time. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> sure. Well, he played it. He played it like in every in, well, in three as well. He was in he was in three. Yeah, he was talking to like Harry in Spider-Man that's a, three. That's another one that I've kind of struck from my memory. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, fair enough. He only really plays it in the one movie, but I thought he did an even better job here. Like the way they portrayed Green Goblin, I absolutely loved. But what I didn't like as much is like Doc Ock. I thought I thought some of the way they portrayed the other villains that you see in the trailer was kind of campy and cheesy at times and not not in a good way. Um at other times it was great. Like I I I don't know. Just it was specifically Doc Ock was my main issue because Electro was better than Amazing Spider-Man True too. Not that that's hard to get better than that. Um, but Doc yeah, Ock but was still really he was my least campy. favorite. Jamie Foxx was still my least favorite. He was still my least favorite. And then okay, no, maybe Lizard. Say, Lizard might have been my least favorite. Okay, I can say this because it was in the trailer. So we know Lizard and Sandman are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there he's pretty much the Lizard and as sand the entire movie like they they're not in their full body for more than a millisecond is that is that spoiler sorry i say it again i was reading comments so so pretty much he's he's in the lizard embodiment for the whole movie yeah like every scene that he's in and sandman the same thing like he's always sand and i didn't like that too much yeah, that wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of that either. Matt, what do you think? You've been really quiet. Um, yeah, because I'm trying not to spoil this movie. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's a lot you can say about this movie. Didn't. Not yeah, why it. did we agree to this? Um, <laughs> this is really I think hard. That I'm gonna put it this. I think a lot of people are going to the movies and having a great time with this film. I did not have a great time with this film. I liked it. I gave it an eight out of ten. But this is the first time that doing what we do in podcasting and talking about this stuff has really 
ruined something for me that I was really looking forward to. I can agree with that. To the point, like I was, I've been sick. I went and got COVID tested just so I could go see, make sure I could go see this movie. And you know, I did my due diligence just so I could go see this movie. And I was disappointed because all the spoilers on the, that you read online and everything pretty much ruined this movie for me. And it's no one's fault, but like I blame myself because I went searching for them. You know what I mean? I And now in hindsight, yeah. I wish I didn't because I think it, it, it didn't make the movie as impactful as it could have been. Um, I think but, I you had know, more fun watching the reactions uh, and listening to the reactions of the people's in the theater I was in when certain things happened than than actual the movie. Like, <laughs> it just I I, I think Kyle's saw, talking shit, Matt. He says, but well, Captain Marvel is a nine point eight. I know he is. <laughs> so I I'm yeah I'm with Zaggy. He said he saw the spoilers and still loved it. I. Well, he said the same thing with Endgame. Well, I didn't see any spoilers for Endgame. I'm really glad because I would have been pretty pissed. But I've been, on, I've been on the thumb, and Kyle can't deny this. I've been on the thumb of this storyline since the movie was announced. It's a good mixture of three Spider-Man stories. Uh, one More Day, One Moment in Time, and Brand New Day. Yeah. I've been on that since the beginning. Like, And then it's just been poor piss poor this is the worst kept secret in marvel like i don't understand why they release these leaks i don't understand if they released them on purpose why they did it like i don't understand how so many people got so much information so much footage how they're allowing like you got to think with with the way of the world right now and everybody's kind of still being like not locked down but tight-knit that they should know what editor is leaking this out or they should know who leaked this or who leaked that? Like, it's crazy how many leaks for this movie. Almost the entire damn movie was leaked out online. This one has but been that, one of the worst offenders ever. And but I, I think tell it's you, because I, it, there's so much interest in it. I, I will agree, though. And and, and here's the thing. I, I don't think what we're even saying is like a spoiler. Because there's a lot of leaks that I saw that weren't real. Um, or like, like I saw some things like that read, like told me what the whole story was going to be. I wish I wouldn't have read it, but it turned out that a lot of what was in there wasn't true. So there's, there's definitely a lot of stuff out there that that's not real, but it does suck to have things ruined for you. So like the force awakens, this movie's, you know, from 2015, we can spoil this movie, but I had the Han Solo death ruined for me and I was pissed. Like that was a big deal. And the day I was going to go see the movie, someone posted a picture of Han Solo getting stabbed through the chest by Kylo Ren. And I'm like, what? Like that pissed oh, me off. See so, that I didn't see a spoiler of that, but when I saw it, it did not shock me because I knew Harrison Ford did not want to do any more movies. Fair enough. But the point I'm trying to make is no, I agree with you. I, I getting things you spoiled think. for you kind of sucks. And so um I hope for a lot of people's sake that they didn't see any leaks and they got to be completely um surprised by a lot of things in this movie. Shoot, it would have been cool if I didn't see a trailer at all for this movie and I just showed up and I'm like, wait, what? electros in this and, and Doc yeah Doc i don't and... think they should have showed any of that in the trailers they should have just had tom holland come on screen and go hey guys guess what i'm gonna be in a new spider-man movie it comes out december 17th and then end. <laughs> that should have been the trailer <laughs> yeah i don't like, know how you would have cut a trailer and not like at least explain the premise but it would have been cool if they could have found a way because it would have been nice to be completely surprised by 
by all of that. But, it would have been cool. Like I said, it's not a terrible movie, but it's like I can't be one of these people that are out there like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. It's 10 out of 10. No, it's, it's not. It's not an 8 out of 10 for me. And a lot of that could be because I'm jaded from the spoilers. But a lot of it, a lot of the plot points, too, in the decisions they made in the movie from a comic book standpoint and what the core of Spider-Man is, it, making these choices don't make sense for this character. And the, and the fallout, the fallout from some of those choices, like what, it, what yeah. it does to the future. It's of the really character. interesting, though, the score you give it, Matt, because like based on our conversations in chat and before the show, you like this movie less than me, but I would give it an 8 out of 10 as well. But like I, I loved it. I really, really, really loved the movie. I thought, you know, some of the action sequences at the end were really great. I thought that Willem Dafoe's performance was fantastic. I, there were so many things that I loved. He definitely it wasn't perfect. So I, I loved Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin in the first movie, but I had issues with it. This movie, he redeems himself. Like the way he portrays it, it just seems more like there's more of that duality between between his 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 uh the evilness and in the the norman osborne that we know right like yeah i i loved it like i thought it was better than the portrayal in the first movie and and we've seen it in the trailer so i i can say this too hopefully fuck dude i hate this so much we see in the trailers he, that he gets a new suit right i loved that he got a new suit like I, I hated the Power Rangers thing. I thought the, the suits in this were stupid. I liked there it. was no. There I was liked it no, better than the Power Rangers. There was no rhyme or reason or explanation for the suit. What the hell was the? Why the hell was he wearing the the black suit? Because it's just it's dark out. Well, no, there was a black, there was a reason suit. for that. But I, you know, I understand. I understand like the hybrid suit because it's not really a spoilers, but it's already because it's already been out there. But the hybrid suit, I get that. But like. There, there was which no rhyme or reason for the different suits. Which hybrid? It's the one suit? from the trailer where he's like in a black suit. I think that's what he's talking about. Oh well, it's well, just no, his suit turned the, inside out. No, it's it's not. It's the mix of his his far from home suit with the Iron Spider suit. We'll talk about it off because I can't say it because it's going to spoil it. Yeah, but because I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm having a hard time following I I agree yeah, with the Sam's movie right, ends yeah. with an incredibly huge massive plot hole and they I I don't know I just uh okay <laughs> so we see in the trailers that uh Electro's not blue right we saw yeah. that I thought that their explanation for that was kind of dumb <laughs> <laughs> Like it just seemed really like, hey, well, we because it was one of the, it was one of the stipulations Jamie Fox had. He said, "I'm not going to come on. I'm not coming back if you're going to make me blue." Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I felt like they could have explained it a little bit better. Like maybe brought him from a, a different universe where he wasn't blue. You know what I mean? Like instead of, I don't know. That's... I didn't mind it. It wasn't perfect, but this is like when you have a movie with this many characters in it. They just had to quickly give an explanation, and so it was fine. I think so, we should just record the spoiler version of this right after. Yeah, should we just get? I'm all fired up about it now. <laughs> I think. Well, I think we're good. I mean, we've probably been talking about it for 15, 20 minutes. Um, I I would say that this is 
not as good as Spider-Man 2, but below, but it's better than Spider-Man 1. Would you guys say that? I think it's my favorite of the Tom Holland trilogy. It's definitely my favorite of the Tom Holland. Well, it's definitely my favorite uh, of the Tom Holland Holland trilogy. Yeah, it is because of all the fan service in it. But, but uh, the first one, the homecoming is so good because they kind of sidestep that whole uncle Ben story. And I love that. Like the, the, the not rehashing it again. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's hard for the homecoming's homecoming's pretty good, but it's Toby's second movie is definitely better than, than this movie. I, I don't think. know. Like it's a good movie, but my dislike for this comes purely as from this someone spoiler who stuff. loves Spider-Man and yeah. is a massive Spider-Man fan and just some of the directions they go, some of the choices they make. I agree with you. Just kind of leave me going, who okayed this? Did this get snuck by when they were having their Sony Marvel rift? Like, who proofread this? They I, all I want us to spoil it. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point we can. If if you're you know if you're an I, audio listener, you just tune out at this point and the rest of this is going to be spoilers. I have no problem with that. If we want to, no, I don't know. Cause we need, we need, we need content for, <laughs> for later. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, then let's yeah. just wrap up this episode. This is the last <laughs> thing we were going to talk about anyway. Uh, no, there's one more thing. Our 300th episodes coming up. Yes, it is. It's exciting. And look at this new art that Lance made. Look at us as superheroes. Don't we look sexy? Don't you think Matt would look better with a mustache, though? I think Matt would look better with a mustache. I think yeah. I would look like Chaz Bono no matter so, what. So, Matt, <laughs> I, I think I had the perfect representation of Matt. And Matt poo-pooed it and made me get rid of a bunch of stuff. Now I don't think it looks anything like Matt. <laughs> I think it does. And Max agreed with me. <laughs> no, I think it looks like Matt, but I did like the mustache before. But... <laughs> Dude, the... the... The picture before you gave me like a 70s porn stash. No. Like, it well, just dude, terrible. I literally traced a picture from your Facebook. <laughs> I traced it. I put it on my yeah. iPad and tried. I was it. vibing on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well. But if you get a close up of Max's, you can see his little gray hairs and his beard. No, I, I was, can't grow I a mustache. Really... It grows in very dirty Sanchez. In a week. <laughs> you can't you just gotta appreciate what god's given you man you i can't even gotta... grow a beard it grows in all trailer parky and blotchy well i'm really jealous of max's beard because like my hair gets all patchy up on my cheeks so i don't get that connect i do have the best absolute geek beard mm-hmm. that is the sam sam beard. sam grows a pretty good beard too he does i agree uh, with that kyle's giving us crap because this isn't uh we're on episode 300 and he's like you've done 300 episodes no we haven't we know that well between couch i'm about to do 300 episodes been here for them all between couch crunchers and this way i guess we can call it we've done 300 podcast couch crunchers, we were i think almost to 150 i think when we ended 150 uh on the youtube right yeah i don't know whatever something like all that. i know is episode 300 is coming up um That'll probably be my first episode back after having little uh little geek baby. Yeah. Um, hopefully we're gonna Which, have a big. What's the uh, progress on that, buddy? 
hopefully we're going to have a big, big guest interview for that episode. I'm trying. Um, I'm trying. There's a couple names there that I'm really excited about. Um, we'll just hopefully it comes to fruition. So we've got some uh, we've got some big plans for the 300th episode, and and I'm hoping we'll also have a couple of uh, uh, other surprises. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be big. Sam, <laughs> episode 300 is gonna be 100 percent arguing about local geography. Nah. <laughs> um yeah, and then you didn't have a top five this week, right, Matt? So nope. Um, did you just take off the support your local comic book store, Max? No. Oh, I hit I it. I... oh you hit it. Yeah. Mm. No, I I've like up. I said, I've been I've been sick, so I've been done. I went and got my books, but I haven't read them. I just slept a lot. So that's what you got to do, man. You know, I might try um, to see if I can find a single ticket to Spider Man after this. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so this, this is the earliest we've gotten done in a long yeah. time. <laughs> uh, so we were going to do the, um, the holiday episode next week. Um, <laughs> But after talking with some people, they made a good point that for half the year there weren't episodes because we left and went and did MCM um, before I came back. So I think we're going to forego the holiday episode this year. So this will probably be our last episode until the new year. Well, we'll have our spoiler episode come out, right? That's yes, pre-recorded. We'll, we'll probably relieve, probably upload the, the spoiler episode on Christmas Eve, which is next Friday. Um, and then the Friday after that is New Year's Eve, so you know, yeah. So this will probably be our last episode before the new year. Um, this is going to be probably my last episode until my daughter comes. So, have you guys gotten a name yet? We have several names picked out, but we're not going to agree on one until she's born. What's your top choice? Um, Right now, it's between Carter and Logan. Oh, those are good. I like those. I like those. I like those a lot. Just right don't be like uh, Jason Lee and name your kid like Pilot Inspector or something like that. <laughs> no. Um, it's uh, Luca is one of them. Carter, Logan, Drew, um, Kyler. And there's a couple other ones. I have a really I good friend that's though. named Kyler. He's a he's a dude, but that's so, that name's pretty. That name can jump genders, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I love them. Those are good names. Well, we're excited. We expect to see pictures. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I've got uh, about Logan Page. Isn't that a badass name? Sounds like yeah. a rock star name, doesn't it? Logan Page. When you first said it, I was thinking Luke Cage. No, uh, Logan Page and then Luca yeah. Joy. I'd call her LJ. But we haven't agreed yet. We're going to wait until. So it's funny because we did like, we went and did some 3D ultrasounds two weeks in a row because the first time they didn't turn out well. And the second time there was like one good, like every time she got her good where you could see her and she smiled, like that she like turned a knob and it looked like her face is melting. Like she's like a wax figure melting. Yeah, we stopped getting those because if you don't have a lot of fluid in your 
in in your uh, uterus, they never turn out that great. Like we did them for our first ones, and we're like, this is weird, and we stopped doing them. Yeah, so, I have I have the best name idea. This is what you should name her. She needs two middle names for this to work: Allison, Grace, Paige, Alvord, AGP, AGP. Um, but like we were there, and they're like, oh. It's- she has hair, so she's gonna be. We know she's gonna be born with hair, and so know what color it's gonna be. We'll see. So is Aaron getting a lot of heartburn? That's that's the myth. Is that oh yeah, when they have a lot of hair. They have a lot of heartburn. Yep, she's had heartburn constantly. She pees every three minutes. Oh, well, that's that's <laughs> with every pregnancy, <laughs> pushing on that bladder. Yep, that's awesome. I'm excited for you guys. So, yeah, we are due. So, so. It's a good way to start the new year, I guess. Yeah, New Year's baby. Hopefully, that'd be awesome. So yeah, so tune in uh, next week. We're gonna have a, a pre-recorded episode with our spoiler Spider-Man No Way Home, which tonight was excruciating. <laughs> to do we're never doing that again. I just want you guys to know, I'm just not gonna come on those episodes. So we're just it was honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was kind of hard for me too. <laughs> It's a hard movie to talk about without spoiling. There's so it much is. in it. Um, I mean, the entire movie is a spoiler. <laughs> like any plot detail is a spoiler. So, um, but uh, yeah, tune in next week. And Max, you want to take it out? Tell, tell them where we can they can find us on social media and all that stuff. No, Ish, I haven't taken the Moz classes because we took a parenting class. But Aaron has already said in told the doctor and made it very apparent that she wants an epidural right away as soon as she can get one. So there's no, thankfully there's probably had to be any Lamaze involved for me. Well, Lamaze, Lamaze, like, I don't know if that would make sense. I mean, Aaron's gone through labor before. So yeah. Lamaze is mostly about her. Like you, it's just, especially if she has an epidural, but it's just kind of teaching you like, to be there for her which uh, yeah. if you're a, if you're a loving husband you're gonna do that <laughs> Lamaze never, goes to college no i'm a dick i'm just gonna be sitting in the corner playing my nintendo switch while she's over there doing everything <laughs> i remember uh for our third baby they had me hold anna as they were putting the epidural in and i was doing such a bad job that the nurse pushed me pushed me out of the way <laughs> and did it herself because they're like, arch, arch her back, arch her back. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it can be stressful. But yeah, um, I hope you guys have a great holiday. I hope you guys have an amazing new year. I um, hope you guys wish everyone the best going into the 2022. Hopefully we can still get cons next year and oh, we can all see dude. each other in person. And I want to go Absolutely. to a con so bad. It's just crazy how, like, life is so much different in one year, man. It's it's insane. Two years now. We're almost up on two years, and life is just completely different. It's weird. Like, I feel like I see people a lot less now, and that's hard for me because I'm I'm a pretty social. Well, I'm a pretty social person. Like, I like big crowds and stuff like that. And I mean, and uh, pretty much the only person I see is Max and my and my family. Because you live too fucking far away. Yeah, we see each other pretty regularly. Yeah, which is nice. Which is nice. I'm not um, naming my kid HBO Lance. 
<laughs> I was like, he does realize it's not me having the kid. <laughs> I didn't understand what he was saying. Well, well, it's Sam that said that, right? Yeah. That's because Sam, when we were doing Couch Crunchers and we would need to watch something on HBO Max, he would use your login. And so he would always say HBO Lance. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true. Oh, uh, yeah. Cobra Kai in two weeks. Witcher season two. Oh, shit. I forgot about Cobra Kai. Yeah, man. Lots, lots of that exciting might... stuff. That might be rolled into our. Uh, oh no! If we're doing Christmas Eve, definitely. So the pre-recorded episode next week is also going to include the Hawkeye uh, spoilers, right? Well, yeah, For we maybe if we do it quickly enough. We can't. Maybe just have to get together on like Wednesday night and record it or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. All right, boys. I appreciate you guys. Ish, Sam, Kyle. Uh, who else was on here? Solo. Ish, hit me up on uh, Messenger and let me know when you're free this week to to do a uh, or what time you're free this week to do Spider Man and we'll, we'll get you on there. Leftovers, yeah, Aggie. Your mom. Hopefully, your mom gets her computer fix. The Max. <laughs> Max Bender. Um, I think that's everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in every week and being lively on the chat. Go check us out on uh, social media. And uh, I don't know how you close out the show, Matt. You do it. What do you say? Until I next say, time. again, thank you, everyone, for the love and support over the last year. It's been a heck of a ride. I hope you all have a great holiday. You celebrate Christmas and Merry Christmas um, and a Happy New Year. And I hope uh, 2022 is fantastic for everyone involved. And until the next time, I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time Ooh. on the Absolute Geek.